This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Hey everyone, good afternoon and welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. On today's show, Canadian Western Agribition is right around the corner, and I had the chance to speak with CEO Sean Kindop about how preparations are going. Meanwhile, the wheat growers are the latest to chime in on Bill C-234, and Regina's Bear is taking part, or is part of a Saskatchewan delegation rather, planning to attend a climate change conference in Dubai. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. This is Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young. Saskag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. The 52nd edition of Canadian Western Agribition is on the horizon. It starts Monday at Real District in Regina, and event CEO Sean Kindop says staff are getting things prepared. We work pretty good. You know, once we get the buildings, our crew is in and begin um, turning it over into the Agribition look and putting the barns up and the panels up. And yeah, it's pretty exciting. You know, the, the Regina Pats played last night, and by the end of night tomorrow, there should be a full arena set up almost with dirt in it soon. The crew works really well together and makes things happen pretty fast. Kindop says planning for an event as big as Agribition takes about a year. Yeah, we have a strategic plan that we're trying to you know, continue to navigate and make decisions based on. Um, so, so we've got a bit of a three-year roadmap, but again, the decisions that we make this year, we just want to make sure that we can continue to carry that momentum into future years. And just, but one thing we're also trying to do is just keep things exciting and new. You know, last year we had uh, some Yellowstone actors come to the show, and this year, you know, we've got a bunch of new, including freestyle bullfighting. So just trying to keep, you know, the value to all of the people that are coming to Agribition while also still trying to stay very authentic and uh, stick to our roots as well. He expanded on the three-year roadmap and what that entails. They've just given us ways that we can continue to grow our brand, to continue to be an industry leader and continue to be the world-class event that we are. So just while developing new initiatives and you'll see the Animal Egg Tech Awards, we want to continue to be. That falls under our innovation, you know, just you know, as techs become a little bit more forefront. And um, so a lot of things like that are, are included into it. So a lot of decisions that we make all go back to our strategic plan. The event has generated a lot of interest in terms of international visitors. Yeah, we're seeing representation from over 70 countries, which is something we're pretty excited about. And uh, yeah, the international folks, they're a huge mem- huge part of this organization as in coming to all that uh, that Agribition has to offer and you get in the barns and do some businesses. That's what real Agribition really is all about is it's a place where people come and see the world-class genetics that are on display at Canadian Western Agribition. Agribition runs Monday to Saturday next week and one of the things to kick off the event is the burning of the brand on Monday morning. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. Up next is the Wheat Growers and their take on what's happening with Bill C-234. We're back with Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Welcome back to the program. 
The wheat growers want Ottawa to stop playing games with Bill C-234 and pass it. The bill that would exempt natural gas and propane used for grain drying and heating and cooling barns from the carbon tax is in third reading in the Senate, but it's faced delays and bickering from politicians on both sides of the issue. Chair of the Wheat Growers, Daryl Fransou, says it's unfortunate how it once had good momentum, but now is stuck. Yeah, it's been kind of an unfortunate uh, series of events here when it's got to the Senate. Of course, the bill, Bill uh, 234, got got all party support in Parliament. We even had some Liberals that uh, voted in favour of it. But now that it's in the Senate, they've been doing everything to uh, to kind of kick it down the uh, kick it down the proverbial line. Unfortunately, Fransu noted costs incurred from the tax get passed down. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there is some exemptions that farmers already have. The government has has admitted that we shouldn't tax the food supply, basically, but they, they've only went part of the way. What, what they don't account for is some of the indirect costs, you know, rail transportation. Um, that fuel is taxed with the carbon tax, and that gets downloaded onto farmers. You know, simple things like keeping the lights on at the equipment dealership. There's a carbon tax on that. That gets passed down to the farmers. So we've kind of had a disservice done to us because there hasn't been a good study done on this, but those numbers are substantial. So uh, there's no doubt that even though we have some exemptions already, which only makes sense we are providing food um they haven't went nearly far enough and it's still a, a cost on farmers that that does get downloaded onto consumers to a certain extent also the exemption Fransu mentioned was for on-farm diesel i know a few of them on-farm diesel is exempt that that's the big one that, that's about the only one but it, it is substantial but it, it, it's showing that the government knows that they can't tax the food supply so why aren't we taking that next step and taking the burden off farmers and, and in turn taking the burden off consumers. They've already admitted that they're doing the wrong thing to farmers. So why, why is this extra, you know, 10, 20% still, still being downloaded, still being taxed to farmers? He also referenced a September 15th report from the Parliamentary Budget Officer that showed Bill 234, if passed, would save farmers around $979 million by 2030-31. Lastly, Francis said farmers are good stewards of the environment. Farmers are environmental stewardships. We employ the best management practices. We employ the best technology that we can. Um, and we don't need a government to tell us to do that. We do it because it's the right thing to do. So to tax us doesn't allow us the financial means to implement some of that stuff sometimes. If you're taking dollars away from us, we can't reinvest in our farm to be even better stewards. So it's kind of a, you know, that's why, that's why I call it a perverse tax on farmers. Next time the bill may be debated in the Senate is next week. Coming up next is today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer. You're listening to SaskAg Today on 620 CKRM. You're tuned in to SaskAg Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Today's Ag Review is brought to you by Cars Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. And My Grain Exchange, ready to market your 2023 crop? Head over to MyGrainExchange.com and try their low-risk grain auctions. With a record short position in canola, managed money is largely in control of the market. That's according to analyst Wayne Palmer of Exceed Grain in Winnipeg. The United States Commodity Futures Trading Commission reported that as of November 7th, the net managed money short position in ICE canola futures was 102,884 contracts, 
based on 4,876 long and 107,760 short. Palmer said those spec funds were keeping a close eye on the weather in Brazil, which is at either end of the spectrum. While the north remained far too dry to plant, the south was much too wet to get onto the fields. He says the long-range forecast has called for rain in the country's north, something much needed for its soybean output to hit a record 163 million metric tons in 2023-24, according to the United States Department of Agriculture. The number of Canadian organic producers and processors fell by nearly 300 in 2022, according to the latest industry stats. In 2022, there were 7,702 organic operators, down from 7,998 the previous year, including 33 fewer farms. This is the first time they've seen a decline in operators. However, the total is still above 2020 numbers of 7,624 operators. There were seven fewer organic livestock farmers in 2022 than in 2021. This continues a downward trend. That said, total organic acreage was up to 3.8 million acres, from 3.1 million acres in 2021, though down from the 2020 high of just over 4 million acres. 40% of these acres were forage, green manure and natural areas, 26% was field crops, 20% fruits and vegetables, with the rest in aquaculture plants, maple and wild harvest. Winnipeg, Manitoba-based farm equipment manufacturer Bueller Industries is reporting progress on finding a new long-term investor. The company that employs around 800 people building versatile tractors and farm king equipment announced in July that it had hired Toronto-based Origin Merchant Partners to find an investor who is committed to preserving the legacy of the iconic versatile and farm king brands. As part of its November 14th third quarter earnings report, Bueller said it has advanced this process. Bueller has not publicly stated whether it's looking to sell a minority or majority ownership stake, but the investor search is viewed as a possible sign that Bueller's Russian owners are looking to divest, as geopolitical tension has become entrenched with Canada's strong opposition to Russia's ongoing war against Ukraine. A new initiative from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, or AAFC, is designed to support Canadian innovators with ideas on how to reduce methane emissions from cattle. The Agricultural Methane Reduction Challenge will award up to $12 million to support low-cost and scalable projects. The Methane Reduction Challenge will operate in multiple phases. In Stage 1, up to 20 projects will receive up to $250,000 each to support the development of a technology, practice or process that helps reduce emissions. In Stage 2, up to 10 finalists will receive up to $500,000 each to test their solutions. In the third and final stage, up to two prizes of $1 million each to innovators who best demonstrate their ideas and solutions. At the end of each stage, an external review panel will determine which applicants move forward in the challenge. The application deadline is February 7th of 2024. 
AAFC expects to announce its 20 semifinalists in the summer of 2024. The European Union will extend glyphosate's authorization for 10 years, even though its member states failed to agree over the active ingredient in Bayer AG's Roundup weed killer. Glyphosate has proved divisive since the World Health Organization's Cancer Research Agency concluded in 2015 that it was probably carcinogenic to humans. Other agencies around the world, including the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency and EU agencies, have classified it as non-carcinogenic. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falcon. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly sunny, winds out of the southwest at 20 kilometers an hour, high of minus 1, but with a wind chill, it'll be near minus 12. Tonight, just a few clouds with winds from the southwest at 20 kilometers an hour. Low of minus 6 degrees, the wind chill near minus 13. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, southwest wind again at 20 kilometers an hour. High of plus 3 with wind chill, minus 13 in the morning. A low for tomorrow, minus 6. Saturday, sunshine, high of 3 degrees, low minus 5. Sunday, sunny, high of plus 4, the low minus 2. And Monday, Monday clearing and also windy. High of zero, the low minus 11. Tuesday, sunshine, high of minus 5, low of minus 15. And Wednesday, sunny, high of minus 11. Normal highs for the period are around minus 2. Normal lows, minus 12. Sun rose at 8.14 this morning. Sun will set at around 5.12. Taking a look around the province in Estevan, it's minus 2. Swift Current, minus 4. Saskatoon is at 0 degrees. Weyburn is sitting at minus 7, and Yorkton minus 1. The warm spot in the province is in Last Mountain at plus 1.4 degree, and the cool spot in Saskatchewan is in Key Lake at minus 9.7. Meanwhile, in Regina, it is mainly sunny, with winds from the west-southwest at 18 kilometers an hour, humidity at 70%. Temperature is at minus 1 degree, or 30 Fahrenheit, Barometric pressure at 101.6 and rising. Down the road in Moose Jaw, it's also sunny. Winds from the west-southwest at 26 kilometers an hour. Temperature plus 1. And again in Regina, mainly sunny. West-southwest wind at 18. Temperature minus 1. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com. The COP28 conference, also known as the United Nations Climate Change Conference, will be happening later this month in Dubai. A Saskatchewan delegation will be attending that conference, including Regina Mayor Sandra Masters. She says it's an opportunity to showcase the Queen City as the place to live, work, and play. 
we will be speaking about is uh, the industries that are located within the city of Regina, and I'll use the FCL and, and AGT Foods Integrated Ag Complex as uh, something that we help facilitate as a as a uh, investment-friendly city and really wanting to look to the future for both agriculture and renewable diesel. We'll be speaking about some of the practices that the city of Regina does, for example, our methane gas capture, um, which uh, produces enough energy, I understand, to, to, uh, to um, heat uh, uh, about a thousand homes. Um, it's something I think we take a little bit for granted, but I can tell you in other travels that I've done, um, we were at the City Summit of the Americas in Denver, and that's a really big deal. That's It's it's actually kind of a, a remarkable thing that we're that far along and people don't need to know about it. Part of it is about signaling that uh, we have a partnership with our universities and our research centers so that if industry was looking to invest in food, in agriculture, in carbon capture sequestration, sequestration that we're a city that is looking for that type of industry to invest um, any business that locates in the city as you know ends up if they buy property and we end up uh, working on zoning issues or potential other partnerships um, really it's about advancing that idea that we have institutional organizations like the University of Regina First Nations University as well as SAS Polytechnic who are producing the individuals and the technicians and the scientists necessary to investigate things uh, from an engineering perspective, um, that we have a community that is really quite lovely to live in. We have all the amenities necessary to live a great quality of life. Masters also said the conference is a chance to learn what other places in the world are doing to address certain issues. If, and I'll use Finland because it's nice and cold there, if they have particular technology that they're using, um, it may be something interesting that we discover while we're there and can have conversations about. It's it's very similar to the participation with other mayors when you start talking about we're all facing the same challenges as cities, all of us around the world. And so that idea about where have they managed to leap ahead on some of their climate action and uh, what technology and where are they getting their research from or uh, you may be able to import it into the city of Regina. Engaging with people from different countries and having positive outcomes from those conversations are the mayor's benchmarks for a successful trip. So part of it is about the engagement piece. Part of it is you may end up with folks uh, attending, um, say, the Canada's Farm Show, who maybe, even though we get uh, gosh, I think it's 87 international countries that travel here for the Canada's Farm Show or 70 or 80 for Agribition. They may actually end up coming and participating at Canada's Farm Show. You know, there's a focus on ag tech and precision agriculture and all the things attached to how we can produce crops in a way that keeps yields up, but perhaps reduces the amount of nutrients we have to use or um, or the equipment or study of the ground, soil, all of those things that, you know, the agronomics that go into uh, agriculture, they may end up attending the city of Regina. We also may end up with an uh, increase in international students that want to attend the University of Regina or come here to study at SAS Polytechnic. Those are the types of things that I think would be successes. In last month's throne speech, the Saskatchewan government committed to attending the COP28 conference to promote the province as a desirable market to do business with. The conference runs from November 30th to December 12th in Dubai. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. We'll be back right after this. You're tuned in to Sask Ag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. 
in Arcola Building Supplies, Small Town Lumberyard, Big On Service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. Now it is time for the Saskatchewan Agriculture Report. This is Erica Yaskowicz, the Crops Extension Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture based in Kindersley. December is just around the corner and the agronomy research update is almost here. The Crops Extension Specialist team is excited to bring you another great agronomy research update for both in-person and online. The event will take place at the TCU Place in Saskatoon over a two-day period on December 12th and December 13th of 2023. Agronomist producers, industry, and retail attendees will have the opportunity to learn about what happened in the 2023 growing season and the potential impact in 2024, as well as the latest research impacting agriculture in the province. There will be a variety of experts speaking with focused sessions on disease, soils, herbicides, and insects over the two days. Day 1, December 12th, starts at 10 a.m. and goes until 5 p.m. Day 2 is from 8.30 a.m. and concludes at 3.30 p.m. Speakers are from the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, the University of Saskatchewan, and private industry. The cost of registration is $200 to attend both days or $120 for a single day, whether that be attending online or in person. For those attending in person, this will include lunch and refreshments as well as take-home materials. Those attending online will be emailed links for each day ahead of time to join, can download materials virtually, and will be able to ask questions throughout the day. Everyone registered for each day will be shared the online attendance link in the event they cannot attend in person due to illness or weather. The event will be recorded and the links for each day will be shared with those registered as well. Continuing education units are pending for certified crop advisors. To sign up, please go to Prairie Certified Crop Advisor Board website or prairiecca events. This has been Eric Yaskwich, Crops Extension Specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture in Kindersley. If you have any questions, please contact your local Crops Extension Specialist or call the Agriculture Knowledge Centre 1-866-457-2377. After the break is today's market update. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were down in early trading today. Canola is down $8.70 at $662.92. Yellow Peas is down $3.67 to $392.71. Number one red spring wheat is up $2.42. At 334.84. The rest were unchanged. Durham 473.72. Feed barley 262.58. Chickpeas 1212.53. Flax 641.04. Lentils 777.50. Oats 296.32. Feed wheat 235.46. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down four and a quarter cents at $7.31 a bushel. Up next is the Livestock Report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now here are the latest to Livestock Quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for the week of November the 15th. Over 2,800 head in the short 575 cows and bulls, a total of 33.90 for the day. Lots of cows moving right now, not only in our area, but across Western Canada, causing some downward pressure in the market. Cows and bulls were five to six lower. D1, D2 cows, 120 to 130. Sales to 131.32. D3 cows, 110 to 120. Lots of these older, thinner, blemished cows coming to town, which is a good thing. 
get them gone before the cold weather sets in. These cows are bringing anywhere from 70 to 110. Cows are averaging 114.50. From that good Lestock area, 1,800-pound cows, they topped out at 133. Good bulls, 137 to 147, sales to 155, 156. Bulls are averaging 140. From that good Calvington area, 2,200 bulls topped out at 157.50. On to the pre-short sale. This sale was also under pressure to lower. 420-pound tan steers at 441. 500-pounders at 408. 575-pound steers at 373. 650-pound black steers. There was 92 blacks in this group. They topped out at 355. My favorite pen, 710-pound tan steers, 333. The 780s at 316. And 850-pound steers at 311. Onto the heifers, 420-pound red black exotic heifers, 376. The 500-pounders at 336. 575-pound heifers, 325, the 650s at 304, and 710-pound heifers at 295. Highlight of the morning, 158 black steers, 575 pounds, they topped out at 380. And 40 black heifers, 420 pounds, they topped out at also 380. This Friday, November the 17th, another sheep, lamb, goat sale receiving today from 12 to 8 and right up until sale time. Sale time on Friday is 11 o'clock. And next Friday, November the 24th, our first bread cow and bread heifer sale expecting 300 breads with two complete herd dispersals. More details next week. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. The latest pork prices for the Brandon and Moose, Moose Jaw plants today are a little bit down from yesterday. Today they're at $189.39 per CKG. Coming up is the Resource Report. You're listening to Saskag Today on 620 CKRM. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Time now for the Resource Report. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau arrived in California yesterday to take part in the APEC Summit. After arriving in San Francisco, Trudeau's first order of business was a bilateral meeting with California Governor Gavin Newsom. Newsom's efforts to combat climate change have made him a prominent and valuable ally for Trudeau. From there, Trudeau attended a roundtable discussion about food affordability and appeared at an APEC reception hosted by U.S. President Joe Biden. Biden last night rattled off a list of the challenges facing the APEC leaders, including confronting the potential rewards and risks of artificial intelligence. Amazon is investing in its first Canadian wind farm. The U.S.-based tech giant says it will partner with developer Copenhagen Infrastructure Partners on a 495-megawatt wind farm to be built in Vulcan County in southern Alberta. Amazon says it will purchase the renewable energy produced at the site to help power its local operations in the province, including its Amazon Web Services data center and its fulfillment centers. Globally, Amazon has committed to powering its entire operations with renewable energy by 2030. The tech company says it has 479 wind and solar projects around the world, including four solar farms in Canada. On the markets, the TSX is down 60 points at 19,997. The Dow is down 140 points to 34,850. Oil is down $3.36 to $73.43 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 72.60 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Sask Ag Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. 
Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Sask Ag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.